Hello, my name is Davis Bamigoy. I want to welcome you again to another episode of our uh, podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the throne life reality that focuses around righteousness. What does it mean to be righteous and why is righteousness a big deal when you look at it from the throne life? When you look at it from the point of view of what Jesus Christ has done for us by his death, death barrier, resurrection and ascension. Let us go. Righteousness is a state of being able to stand before God without any sense of guilt, inferiority, or shame. This is a state of perfection that everyone desires. Religion tells us we must perform to become righteous before God, but God's ways of making us righteous differ significantly from this. In Galatians chapter 2 verse 16, the Bible says, we know full well that we don't receive God's perfect righteousness as a reward for keeping the law or by the faith of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. His faithfulness, not ours, has saved us and we have received God's perfect righteousness. Now we know that God accepts no one by the keeping of religious laws. I don't know whether you got that. This scripture is saying God's perfect righteousness is not a reward for keeping the law you don't get the righteousness of, of god as a reward because you have lived a life of keeping the laws of moses he's also saying that no one can be accepted by god by keeping of religious laws now that could be a slap in the face for someone who uh has lived all his or her life believing that his or our works before god makes such a person accepted Profound truth we see in this scripture in Galatians 2 verse 16 is that you cannot earn God's approval, you cannot earn God's um, righteousness, you cannot earn those things by performing or righteousness cannot be attained by a measure of works. No, righteousness is credited to your account by the faithfulness of Jesus Christ the very moment you believed in him. It is not simply putting our faith in Jesus, no. Is actually based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ himself to fulfill the Father's pleasure in his life. And because Christ is being faithful to fulfill the Father's pleasure in his life, and because of his faithfulness in becoming a sin sacrifice for our sin nature, then when we put our faith in that Jesus, then the Bible says God, God declares us righteous. Salvation is found in the faithfulness of jesus or salvation is found in the faith of jesus since jesus christ is the one who has been faithful therefore the maintenance of that righteousness is not up to you you must continue to trust jesus's righteousness jesus's perfect righteousness as the basis for your righteousness romans chapter 3 verse 21 to 26 is a long passage but i'm going to read it it says this but now the righteousness of god has been clearly revealed independently and completely apart from the law though it is actually confirmed by the law and the words and writings of the prophets verse 22 this righteousness of god comes through faith in jesus christ for all those whether jew or gentiles who believe and trust in him and acknowledge him as god's son there's no distinction 
verse 23 since all have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of god and are being justified that is declared free of the guilt of sin made acceptable to god and granted eternal life as a gift by his precious undeserved grace through the redemption that is the payment for our sin which is provided in christ jesus verse 25 whom god displayed publicly before the eyes of the world as a life-giving sacrifice of atonement and reconciliation that is proposed propitiation by his blood to be received through faith this was to demonstrate his righteousness which demands punishment for sin because of his forbearance his deliberate restraint he passed over the sins previously committed before jesus christ jesus's crucifixion verse 26 it was to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so that he will be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in jesus christ and rely confidently on him as savior now this is a long passage but what this passage is essentially saying is this is that there was only one possible way for god to give away his righteousness and still be true to both his justice and his mercy the only way is for God to offer up his own son. God can only declare you righteous if he finds a way to do away with your sin. And praise God, God did. When Jesus Christ was faithful in being offered up as a sin sacrifice for the world, God was able to meet two things. God was able to uh, append his own justice upon sin. At the same time, he was able to offer up mercy to those who would take it. So now, because you stand, on the faithfulness of jesus christ and because you are united together with jesus christ then god declares you righteous as far as god is concerned you are righteous in his eyes praise god let's read verse 22 again but now independent of the law the righteousness of god is tangible and brought to light through jesus christ the anointed one this is the righteousness that the scriptures prophesied will come it is god's righteousness made visible through the faithfulness of jesus christ and now all who believe in him receive that gift for there's really no difference between us so i want you to notice something in this verse 22 notice that from this verse it is very clear that the law can never make you righteous the righteousness of god is not brought about by the laws of moses or adherence to them but by putting trust in the faithfulness of jesus christ it is not right for us to claim that god has declared us righteous in christ on the one hand but at the same time claim that we are um, we are a sinner by declaring ourselves to be a sinner. We're basically, you know, putting what the Bible calls new wine and new wine and old wine in a new sorry, a new wine in an old skin. You know, you're putting things together. It's a contradiction. A massive contradiction is when we, uh, on one hand, claim that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and therefore we're declared righteous. On the other hand, we de- we, we claim that we're still a sinner. Righteousness is a gift from God to everyone who believes in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Verse 24 says, Yet through his powerful declaration of acquittal, God freely gives away his righteousness, his gift of love, and his favor now cascades over us, all because Jesus Christ, the Anointed One, has liberated us from the gift, from the punishment, and the power of sin. When you look at that scripture, verse 24, what you can take away is this. Jesus Christ has liberated you from the guilt, from the punishment, and from the power of sin. This is the power of righteousness consciousness. Praise God. The gift of righteousness was not something you had to work for to gain it. 
hence you don't have to work for it to maintain it romans chapter 3 verse 28 concludes in this way and i read god's wonderful declaration that we are righteous in his eyes can only come when we put our faith in christ and not in keeping the law i mean there's no other way for you to look at this without seeing the wonderful thing that god is speaking about here in essence god is saying to you the only way you can be declared righteous in my eyes is if you have put your faith in jesus christ not because you are trying to keep the laws of moses the law demands you to work in order in order for you to be right with god but faith demands no such thing faith demands that you trust in the finished work of jesus christ and Calvary's here let me use this analogy to drive on the point i'm just trying to make let me put it this way you see when you became born again no sorry when you were born into the world did you do anything to become a sinner was it your actions that made you a sinner i'm 100 confident that even before you performed any act of sin you were already declared a sinner why because sin is the is the nature of everyone that is born from adam everyone inherited the sinful nature from adam from the very first day that you were born into onto this earth sin was our birthright in adam and thus sin is the nature of the natural human race outside of christ so now by virtue of your natural birth sin was credited into your account or rather sin and all its manifested acts of sins were your inheritance you do not have to work for it you do not have to earn it it was what you received at birth it's almost like when your birth certificate was issued there's a mark somewhere on that birth certificate tagged sinner quote and unquote sinner this is the state the bible de- described everyone to have started from now if you if before you became born again your actions do not make you a sinner you were already a sinner by your natural birth stemming from the first man adam then why will it be absorbed by that same logic to believe that for the believer one who is born again in christ that your actions don't make you righteous if your sin nature was gifted to you by the first adam and you embraced and accepted that nature without question why would you struggle to believe that your new nature now or your born again nature now is forever righteous why is it difficult to believe that as a believer you are gifted this righteous nature by the second adam jesus it is not something you have to work to to accept or even work to maintain the bible says in romans chapter 3 verse 23 to 24 that since all have sinned and have fallen short of the honor and glory which god bestows and receives all are justified and are made upright and in right standing with god freely and gratuitously by his grace his unmerited favor and mercy through the redemption which is provided in christ jesus the passion transition of that same Romans chapter 3 verse 23 to 24 says it in a much more powerful way he says here listen to this he says for we have all sinned and are in need of the glory of god yet through his powerful declaration of acquitter god freely gives away his righteousness his gift of love and favor now cascades over us all because Jesus christ the anointed one has liberated us from the gate punishment and power of sin if you look at the scripture essentially saying the same way all sin because of what adam did is exactly the same we all became righteous because of what jesus christ did if you have given your life to jesus then you are 100 righteous in the eyes of god 
if you stand before god on the basis of the faithfulness of jesus christ then god declares you righteous in his eyes it is double standard to agree to being a sinner on the one hand because of our natural birth and at the same time refusing to believe that we are truly righteous the moment we make jesus christ our lord and savior it's like throwing god's gift in his face righteousness my friend is and will always be a gift from god it is not something you work for to maintain or work for to, to, to attain. If you have to work for it or work to earn it, then it is no longer a gift. Romans 4 chapter 5 captured this truth beautifully. It says, but no one earns God's righteousness. It can only be transferred when we no longer rely on our own works, but believe in the one who powerfully declares the ungodly to be righteous in his eyes. It is faith that transfers God's righteousness into your account. Bible yes, here is saying, to you that you are now righteous in the eyes of God because of Jesus and nothing is ever going to change that. Now, before you think I'm saying our actions don't matter, I want to caveat this sentence, these words. There are certainly benefits to doing what I call quote and unquote works of righteousness. But these works of righteousness do not give us righteous nature. No, the righteous acts that we do prove that we are righteous the righteous, the righteous acts are fruits are the fruit of a life that by nature is righteous when we make believers know that they are already righteous in christ they will produce righteous acts in tandem with their core belief it has been proven even scientifically that a person always acts in tandem with his or her core belief so if you want believers to act right we need to let them know that they are already righteous if the, it is really that simple if you feel good inside you act good outside life always flows from the inside out praise god forevermore all right now in romans chapter 4 verse 24 to 25 in the passion translation he reads this way he says for when we believe and embrace the one who brought our lord jesus christ back to life perfect righteousness will be credited to our account as well praise god jesus christ was handed over to be crucified for the forgiveness of our sins that's the reason why he was ready to be crucified right and he was raised back to life to prove that he has made us right with god this is a beautiful scripture Essentially, it's saying here that jesus christ the, the proof that you're righteous can be found in the fact that god raised jesus christ from the dead god raised jesus christ from the dead i'll read that romans 4 25 again in the new, new living translation it says he was handed over to die because of our sins and he was raised to life to make us right with god anytime you want to doubt whether you're right with god you just need to remind yourself that christ is already raised from the dead and because he's raised from the dead you can be rest assured that you are already righteous the blood shed at calvary justified you but the resurrection gives proof that god now sees you righteous anytime you want to doubt your righteous nature in christ just look at the g at jesus that is already seated at the right hand of God, and that will be all the proof that you need. Praise God. Philippians chapter 3 verse 9 says, My passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness based in keeping the written law. My righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, the very righteousness that comes from God. What I want you to take away here is this. You don't become righteous because you are morally upright. You are not righteous because you exercise self-control. 
you are not righteous because you read 10 chapters of the bible a day you are not even righteous because you feel righteous you are righteous because you are the very righteousness of god in christ jesus solely because the sacrifice of just christ that was made on the cross of calvary declared you righteous when you gave your life to jesus so when you believe this as a as a hard truth your faith is accounted for righteousness second corinthians 5 verse 21 says for god made the only one who did not know sin to become sin for us so that we who did not know righteousness might become the righteousness of god through our union with jesus essentially what he's saying here is there is a great exchange that happened at the cross where god put your sin in jesus or for just Christ to be the caretaker of that sin and then god gave us and you his own righteousness praise god titus chapter 3 verse 5 to 7 bible here says he came to save us he's talking about jesus he came to save us not because of any virtuous deed that we have done but only because of his extravagant mercy he saved us resurrecting us through the washing of rebirth we are made completely new by the holy spirit whom is splashed over us richly by jesus christ the messiah our life giver verse 7 so as a gift of his love and since we are faultless innocent before his face we can become we cannot become heirs of all things all because of an overflowing hope of eternal life here's something that will be will bless you really when you read this scripture it's essentially saying it has already happened so you're already righteous don't try to experience by force or by a demonstration of a set of externally motivated works what the word already says is already true of you the way of faith is to thank god for what he says is true of us before it is confirmed in our experiences we trust him to always make it true in our lives why because god watches over his word to perform it we cannot make it true but we can accept it as true because it is the word of god and since scriptures cannot be broken then what god says is true of us because what god says is true of us becomes our experiences only to the extent that our hearts are persuaded with their truth what are the actions that we'll expect you to take now after hearing this message i want you to notice the following things whenever the temptation to quote and unquote perform to end god's righteousness and approve us wells up in you take a moment at that point in time and lift up your eyes and look at the cross at the finished work of jesus christ at calvary's hill remember that you are already accepted in christ remember that jesus christ is your righteousness remember that when the bible is talking about to be found in him not holding on to my own righteousness is talking about the fact that the righteousness that a believer ever needs to hold on to is the righteousness of jesus christ if you don't you are going to get into what we call performance motivated righteousness where you are trying to earn god's righteousness by the amount of work that you have done beloved or brothers and sisters our hearts believes determine our experiences i'll say that again our heart believes determine our experiences to overcome sins you must believe you are already 100 percent righteous not but not by following 100 steps to a sinless life when you believe what the word says about you that it is true then life will become much more effortless 
as you go i want you to know you are righteous and blameless in the eyes of god and that is all that matters i'll speak to you another time god bless you